My name is Victor Palomino, and you're listening to Inside KCYX. This is your uh, bi-weekly show about uh, what's going on here in uh, KCYX. I'm the public affairs director uh, and bilingual producer of uh, Bilingual Reporter for KCYX. And during this hour, we're going to be talking with our music director, Catherine Cole, about all the different Uh, new programs that we have in our programming, some of the changes that we're doing, and we're also going to uh, talk about some of the important information that is going on right now for our community radio stations. And we're going to start with that. I had uh, the chance to talk with Sally Kane, who is the Chief Executive Director of the National Federation of Community Broadcasters, about... Um, a new legislation that is right now on the Senate floor. It's a budget legislation, and it uh, concerns um, the funding of the Corporation of Public Broadcasting. Like, you know, we are part of the FCC, and we uh, depend on federal funds for part of our programming. And every time that is a budget on the Senate about public funding, uh, the talk about the uh, corporation of public broadcasting uh, and the funding of this uh, corporation it's on on the floor so right now that is going on and is a threat to our uh, funding so i talked to sally kane about this and this is what she said well i think what would be helpful is to start with just a really brief framing of how that federal investment in the public media system flows. I think there, um, there are probably many people listening who may not be aware of, you know, how it came to be and, and how it passes through. Mm -hmm. So quickly, the, um, the Corporation for Public Broadcasting was established by the Public Broadcasting Act of 1967. It's a 501c3 It is not a government agency, and it's set up that way so that it has a firewall to sort of navigate the vagaries of different um, partisan agendas and changing administrations. Something else that became uh, a tradition from the beginning was that the Corporation for Public Broadcasting, or CPB, would be um, forward-funded for two, year, two fiscal years each time, and that was also a way of protecting uh, public media from from you know being punished or or rewarded uh by in an election cycle right mm -hmm. so um so that federal investment starting with the public broadcasting act now in today's dollars translates to 575 million dollars that go to cpb so 60 million is in an interconnection system separate which is our satellite system how we relay our live programming morning edition all things considered anything that's going live out goes to um, a distribution interconnection system that federal monies help to fund and in addition to that um, right now there's a federal investment out of FEMA for next generation warning systems. This is in response to the need for greater climate resiliency on the part of local broadcasters. So you can see as the dollars add up what that actually means for a whole system. Um, 
what's happening right now to bring listeners up to speed is that on July 14th, the House Labor, Health and Human Services, which is the federal agency that that has that line item for funding CPB, um, their appropriations subcommittee um, with a majority of Republican House of Representatives um, people approved its draft fiscal year appropriations legislation, okay, for 2024. That proposed bill does a number of things, and it does constitute the most extreme assault on public media that I have seen in my lifetime. Hmm. It would eliminate funding for the Corporation for Public Broadcasting completely, zeroes it out. It also throws to the wind the two-year advance funding. It could also translate via amendment processes that I don't completely understand, but it could potentially translate to rescinding money that has already been allocated within CPB to stations over the next two years, right? So that's never happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it's a it's a highly controversial bill that's come out of this House committee, as folks can well imagine, given the climate of the rhetoric of our politics right now. Um, but it is definitely much worse than anticipated. Historically, public media can become a football, mm-hmm. a political football, uh, but this seems to be um, on a, on a whole other level. And so for small stations like ours here in Mendocino, if this budget pass, what could be the repercussions? What what will happen to stations like ours? Right. So KCYX is a recipient of what is called a community service grant from CPB. We mm-hmm. love our acronyms, don't we? <laughs> uh, and uh, for a small rural station, for stations that are licensed to Um, historically black colleges and universities for stations who are licensed to some kind of tribal authority. Uh, Those community service grants constitute a big portion of the operating budget. In the case of of like a a native station serving indigenous people on their lands um, and licensed to tribal councils, it can be 50% 50% of their budget. In the case of a KZYX or many other rural stations doing um, essential public service at the local level, it can be 20 to 40% of the budget. So we are already in a time where we're being expected to do more and more and more in an increasingly complex operation with increasingly um, pressured kinds of things to cover, for example, weather phenomena and, um, and well, I'll just say human depravity generated violence. Mm-hmm. Local stations are really responding to all that. There's a mental health crisis in our country. There's a lot of things going on. So we're already at a time where we're pushing out on multiple platforms, essential information and often life-saving information. Mm -hmm. And we are also facing a downturn in philanthropic dollars coming in, and now potentially this massive loss of funding. 
I should say too that 575 million, right out of the gate, 75% of those dollars go to public television and early childhood education, right? Mm. So radio is already getting only 25% of that money. People think that these stations are fully funded by this federal investment. They're not, as you probably know, and as many listeners know, because you guys have to raise a lot of totally non-federal financial support in order to even qualify to get into this program. There are hundreds of stations that don't qualify for CSG grants, but they do live in this larger ecosystem of public media. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, like you say, we represent a service for, especially here in, in, in rural areas, as the local source of information. It's like the place where you get your the information that's going around your corner and they affect you directly. And when we're talking about, I mean, this is a fraction of the budget. It's not, we're not talking about billions of dollars like other budgets. We're talking about something small. And do you know how much does represent for an individual? How much do they give under taxes to that budget for, for the public, uh, for the corporation public broadcasting? Right. I, I, my information is old, but we've always tried to get that figure because it comes in handy for pledge drives. Mm-hmm. But my understanding the last time that I saw the figures was it's about a dollar thirty-five per person. Mm-hmm. And this is, this is, infrastructure that has been in place since the late 60s but actually um, this spectrum reserved to serve the public interest and educational needs was first really carved out and protected by university professors in the 30s Mm. because they knew that radio had a very powerful sort of wildfire kind of effect on how information could travel but they also knew that it could be completely commandeered by advertisers and corporations. And in fact, throughout my lifetime, that is what we have seen. Media consolidation uh, on the on the corporate level to the point that um, in our mainstream media, the flow of information is basically owned and determined by about three or four corporations. Mm-hmm. So, so this grassroots thing that happens locally, that is people who are having a lived experience that they're deeply connected to and that they are connecting people in their community to services and experiences and culture that only exists locally, that is at stake. And that, in my opinion, is what makes a democracy live. Mm-hmm. And so we're talking about this is just a draft. It still have to go to vote uh, and everything. But is the what can our listeners do to yeah. uh, support or, or, or to help uh, community radio? So, um, so you're correct. This is a draft. And but from my sources tell me that it will be the Senate that will end up being the defender of funding for public media. And mind you, this same bill is also has a catastrophic effect on um, health care coverage for low-income families, for um, services for children, including for food security, and mental health services. So it has far-reaching effect coming out of labor and human services. It's not just about the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. Mm. It's about 
uh, people who are underserved in our society and are the most vulnerable will lose on every front with this particular bill. So, yes, it'll come out of committee. They're expecting they maybe will vote on it next week even, and then they'll go on August recess. Um, once they come back, that, that bill lands in the Senate, and it'll be taken up there. So we'll know more obviously, in the next week or two. And then uh, we'll have to reconvene and, and, um, and figure out, you know, what the next steps are in the fall. But what people are asking uh, folks to do out there who love their community radio station, who think that it's important to democracy, and who want to put their money where their mouths are, is to contact your congressperson. Because August is recess month, right? They all go home. Mm -hmm. So get them on the radio. Have listeners at KZYX know that they can reach out and write letters and call those offices and tell them, I rely on my local community radio station. It's an essential service for me. I live in a rural area. I would not be getting these services were it not for this community station. And I want to see the funding protected. That's the most important thing that people can do. The station can have a role in that. But people, you know, people who are participating in this democracy is pick up the phone, call your representative or email them, talk to a staffer. If you have any connections to anyone, use those and get your message across. And I always recommend that people tell stories of what it means to you. Mm. You know, not so much in general terms, but hey, this radio station is a friend to me. I was in a fire zone. I evacuated. The place that I got the information was this radio station, you know. And don't underestimate the power of radio to lift the human spirit because we need that. Mm-hmm. These are really hard times for people. And the, 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 the way that it helps people connect is worth protecting. So that's what I say to do. And also, just for all of you at KZYX, you can go to Protect My Public Media. That is a grassroots uh, uh, third-party entity that has been doing advocacy work on behalf of the public media system for a really long time. And they have a ton of resources that you can use on your social media feeds and on your airwaves in terms of public service announcements. So that's what I suggest people do. Well, Sally Kent, who's the CEO of the National Federation for Community Broadcasters, well, thank you so much for uh, letting our listeners know about uh, this bill that is uh, in in the process right now, and hopefully uh, they can do their part and and help uh, keep the airwaves in a democratic way, (laughs) keep the airwaves for all. Anything else you want to add before we end? Well, thank you for having me. And I do hope the information helps people. And I do hope there's some motivation to pick up the phone and call because I know that there are big problems we all face and they seem overwhelming. But this is one thing where hearing from constituents really makes a difference. And August is a perfect month to do that. And I guess I'll just end with saying that um, our republic cannot function without a free press. The free press cannot do its job when it's beholden to corporations and advertisers for its existence. So public media is an oasis for free and universally accessible public service. It's very, very important. And and what we it may not be perfect, but it's what we have. And without it, I really think we're looking at possible annihilation of our First Amendment. And what follows from that 
to me is truly terrifying to contemplate. Mm -hmm. So it's something we can do to have a difference, to make a difference. Well, Sally, thank you so much for, for your works and, and for all the work that you do for uh, community radio and for independent media. And uh, hopefully we can go back and talk to you when this pass and we save <laughs> our airwaves. Thank you so much, Sally. That was Sally Kane, the Chief Executive Director of the National Federation of Community Broadcasting. Uh, let us know about this important issue. And if you want to know who is your representative, you can go to sos.ca.gov and you can find who's your representative there. And you can also, if you want to contact uh, uh, our District 2 Senator, uh, Mike McGuire, you can go to sd. 02.senate.ca.gov and that's a way that you can contact uh, the, you can f go to the website of uh, Senator Mike McGuire and all the uh, contact information is there so um, like you hear this is a time that we need to be aware we need to uh, raise your voice because um, it's, it's again one of those cycles when the funding for uh, public radio and public the corporation of public broadcasting is on the ballots but we're back here with uh, our underwriter director and music director Catherine Cole in, yeah Catherine how are you this morning I'm good good to be here it's a bit early for a Friday morning for me <laughs> <laughs> I've had my coffee I'm good you got your coffee yeah we are in inside KCYX usually our um, general manager Marley Dorden is the person who hosts this show but she is out this week so we are covering from her for her and we're gonna be talking about uh, all the new shows and some of the changes that we have on our schedule. Yes, it's been really exciting. You know, KZWX hasn't had a dedicated music director for quite a long time. And I know a lot of people are like, well, what does that mean? You know, because we let all our volunteer programmers pick their own music. But there's so much more involved that has just kind of gone by the wayside. So we report to BMI, ASCAP, SASAC, all of that. We have lists, calendars. We try to represent all genres and try to get new music because our whole goal is to be non-commercial uh, with what we play on the air. So we're the alternative. Mm -hmm. um, and so even though the genres may be long established, we have had some big holes in our programming in the music department. And so it's really exciting for me. I've only been on the job like three months, mm -hmm. I think. And I'm like, how long is it? <laughs> a, a lifetime. Um, but I'm really excited about it. And I think the programmers are picking that up. I'm contacting them, the music programmers. We have some amazing people mm -hmm. that are here. And uh, a lot of the time, it's just been um, kind of disorganized and they've been on their own. And so I'm hoping to support them here at KZYX. So the first opportunity that I received came, like the first week I came on board, was uh, our, our beloved Jerry Carp went to New York for a year. Mm -hmm. And this is probably a, just a fun thing for him. This is, he's a great jazz man. And to be 
in the heart of Blue Note. <laughs> Why not? And yeah. while he can enjoy it. So I had Mondays one to three, and now we have a blues show finally. We have two great DJs on, DJ YV and Stevie G Alternate, and they have quite different styles. Mm-hmm. So you've got one that plays really traditional blues, the early stuff, the history, and then somebody who just loves anything that was it moved through rock in the 80s and 90s. So we we love it. It's called Blue Mondays. Of course. And it should be on Monday, right? <laughs> and it's so great. I mean, blues is such a important historical music from this country. It's kind of like the base of all the music that we have right now in the in modern music in the United States. Yeah, and it just hasn't been represented on KZYX except for the, you know, there's certain programmers that do um, spin a blues song every once in a while, but it, to have a dedicated, a dedicated show. show to that mm-hmm. is really and important. There's so much, it's so, so much out there. Oh, and, and I've had people I've approached, you know, I'm out there actively asking people to join us as programmers and they're like, well, what if I run out of music and I just stare at them like, <laughs> well, yeah. if you start this show, you're going to find out you're never, you're never going to. We out. have programmers been on the air for 30 some years and, and they're not running music. out of music. It's amazing. <laughs> and right now with all the tools and technology that we have, you can find music from all over the world. You can you find can. music like in generous and or people doing old style music, but in, in other continents and other countries and other languages and you're like oh it's like you're listening to this like for the first time right it's so exciting and then uh, i we ran it we want to do local programming we want local programmers when we can and we want them to be live when they can as well so uh one of the first emails i got a long essay from a wonderful guy um about ambient guitar and he <laughs> the funny thing was he goes i can't seem to get booked because it's too mellow <laughs> well i have a midnight slot that I thought how wonderful on Friday at midnight uh, early in the morning you tune into this beautiful beautiful ambient music and he's performing it over two hours and he goes out and records nature mm-hmm. so he was at Handy Woods he went out to the coast and he's every other Friday at midnight and and so it's a really local environmentally local yeah. show um, and so that's on and, and that's that's one thing that shows like the the amazing tool or, or medium that is community radio, where you can have experiments like that, where you can have like that creativity, you know, take the talents of our, our community and put it in a show like that. You somebody that's going out there recording all the beautiful sounds of nature that I we know. have in this county. And, and he even just... names the birds. I'm like, whoa, yeah. this is amazing. Great. When is that show? When can people it, tune in? It's midnight, midnight. Uh, on Friday nights. Mm-hmm. And so, so yes. And uh, then uh, Misha came in. He He's a DJ out on the coast. And he does Beats Roots Radio. Beat Root Radio, he's a techno guy, you know, does the decks and the mixing. And he's from Ukraine. Mm. And uh, he was really interested in doing it. He's very techy, obviously. Mm-hmm. But we also got him on board. And it's his show has just been a real delight on Saturdays yeah. at midnight to have this upbeat. He wants people to dance and, and have a good time. And he's on, from the coast again. And I think you mentioned that... Uh, because you can listen to KCYX online 
anywhere in the world and his family in Ukraine listen to the show and they're getting like it a happened buff. to be like 10 a.m. in Ukraine uh -huh. his first show and so he was so excited because his entire yeah. family listened to it so we're doing our little bit of help to help the people in, in Ukraine in to Ukraine. get a little bit of like <laughs> techno music on during this hard, hard time they're going through I know and people will be really excited to have bluegrass return you know Diane Herring's lunch on the back porch was here for so long And so there's a big bluegrass following. Well, we have a young man, Jordan, who's coming on with Stillhouse, and he's going to be alternating with Jeff Solitar for Roots and All on Tuesdays, one to three. Uh, and I'm on there with Retro Ranch on the first, so he's the third Tuesday. You'll be hearing bluegrass. And his DJ name, I love, is Big Red. Big Red. Big Red. <laughs> With the bluegrass. So I love having that back as well because we have a great library here and we have mm -hmm. so much access to great bluegrass artists come through this county all the time. And there is like a new generation of bluegrass artists. They're coming yes. and they're doing like a new ways and fusions of things. Like when I was living in Kentucky and, and in the bluegrass state. Yes. <laughs> there were all kinds of really good music and new music coming. And, and keeping the tradition but integrating there's a band called Appalatin and they mix uh, Appalachian <laughs> oh, rhythms yes. with Latin rhythms and they're oh, really interesting I'll have to tell him about yeah. that we'll have to get that in they have a version of uh, what is that this song of uh, Kentucky has a Uh, anyway, well, <laughs> I'll remember that. <laughs> you can you can write DJ at KZYX.org <laughs> if you want to know that information. Um, and then uh, we have a, a new programmer that had just joined right before I came on, Troy. And uh, he was doing a show, um, the mixtape, mixtape. And so he wanted to do a hip-hop show. And, you know, hip-hop is always problematic with public radio. We have FCC restrictions and all this. So he has actually done, aired his first show which is really nice um and it will be once a month and so it's called the deck and which is what they call the the turntables in hip-hop is called the deck what kind of deck do you have um and so he has learned a lot how to edit a lot <laughs> doing that show but it's another we we should have hip-hop on the air here at kzyx it's not played often yeah. um due to this problem with the explicit lyrics and so he's been editing all of that and mm -hmm. learning how to do it best and uh then what i'm really excited about is we have a new show called jam in the box and it's a got a big ghetto blaster the jam in the box we're bringing live local bands into the studio in talmadge I'm in so ukiah once a month every fourth saturday from eight to ten and i've gotten i've got an arm list of bands that have already heard about it we've been promoting it on social media our first one will be uh next saturday's uh july 29th mm -hmm. and it's with uh debbie genuine and sid and it's P-S-Y-D, Sid Vicious. <laughs> so we're going to have two uh, Willets um, DJs that play quite often and perform in Willets mm -hmm. are coming down to Ukiah. So that'll be our first one. And then what I'm shooting for in August is August 26th is Back Porch Festival. And that's an international festival porch fest yeah and so we that's where people open their porch to local musicians to perform and people can go like around and you just walk around yeah so we're gonna hopefully i'll know by this afternoon have the back porch trio duh 
<laughs> on that show and we'll be talking about porch fest and all that so it's it's great to to have the local bands have support and and also we just started yesterday uh afternoon casey wax now has a live music calendar and it is very focused to local bands so you'll hear that during all things considered or morning edition just thursdays and fridays so you have to get your pen out because I was shocked. I did the first one. How much is going on in this county? Yeah. And we just don't even know about. I was like, wow, I don't even know about what that club is. Where is that? So we'll be doing that as well. So please feel free to uh, email. You can email all your events and where you're playing. It played this morning. This morning was the first time. Yeah. It was uh, was nice to listen to it. And and yeah, it's it's so good. Like you said, there's so much happening. And sometimes you're like, I wonder what I'm going to do this weekend. And there you go. And And it's all depending. Well, oh, look, I can just go down the street. There's mm-hmm. even a band, there's a Latin dance going on in, in Mendocino Village, yeah. right in the middle mm-hmm. on Saturday. And then out here at uh, the fairgrounds, we've got a band on. And, and I mean, and then if you're in Ukiah, so you go by the sports attic too, the local <laughs> bar. There's a band playing there this know, weekend. So much music. That's amazing. It's really great. So like, you would email music at kzyx.org to send me those. And that'll be every week. Every week. You're listening to Inside KCYX. This is your bi-weekly uh, show and information about what's going on here in our station. Uh, every week we try to give you an update. All, we're going to a lot of changes. And we all, we also want to be uh, have this communication with you and tell you what we are doing here inside KCYX. And there are other, uh, a couple of shows to, uh, in Spanish in, in the calendar. One is El Show that is yes. also a new show that is on Saturdays at 1? Yes, one. what's nice is every other Saturday, you know, Alma Latina has been here again for a long time. An amazing show with Lorena and Alini. And so they've had various posts before them. And uh, Jose Noriega, who does El Show, uh, was on in the middle of the night. And I'm like, oh my God, this is a great show to have a Mexican radio show. Uh-huh. And if, you, if you're if you old like me, you would know the, the music border radio, Mexican radio. <laughs> it's so entertaining and it it's wonderful music and, and it sets up Alma Latina so nicely. Mm-hmm. So you can just leave it on. Just leave the radio on on you Saturday afternoon. dancing from one to five. That's right. It just keeps... <laughs> Keeps it going. The party goes on. And there's a, another two shows that come on Tuesdays. I think it's at 10 p.m. One is at Todo Pulmón. It comes every other, I think it's the first and third week, mm-hmm. and Radio Mandinga. And those are uh, syndicated shows that we have. They come uh, Todo Pulmón is a... Uh, uh, kind of like 80s alternate uh, rock in Spanish is uh, really good and not only 80s 90s it's also contemporary but it's more looking like on the alternative music scene and, and that also plays alternated with Radio Mandinga there's a fabulous show it's one of my favorite shows is produced with uh, by my friend uh, Diego Mandinga in Uruguay so it comes all the way to Uruguay wow. but what he does is like he um, he calls it like a like a train, a musical train. So he has a friend and DJs in Argentina, Colombia, 
Chile, France, here in the United States. And so he curates the show with like all these DJs and they will play one of the songs that you're listening that week. So it's a, it's a very international kind of like flavored song, really well produced, really well crafted. And that alternates that on Tuesdays at uh, 10 p.m. And so with El Show and I mean with Todo Pulmón and Radio Mandinga. I know. So, yeah. and, and, and we can address that too, is what's great is uh, KZYX is community radio. Mm-hmm. And the community of Mendocino County has changed by leaps and bounds in the last, even just last three to five years. Yes. And so we need to keep representing the whole community and uh, just celebrating all the the different people that are here the diversity of this county is just exploding and and we want to celebrate that on KZYX cuz we can we're one of the few stations you know we have just commercial stations other than us and then there's some wonderful little small gems that mm-hmm. if you drive through Willits or you drive through Gualala you can pick those wonderful stations up as yeah. well um so we're all doing in the same boat we're trying to get local public radio that represents the community get the information to people they need mm-hmm. and also just be the soundtrack for their lives yeah. as they're here and there's so, something so important about representation is like I, I i know this personally as an immigrant in this country sometimes when you're going some somewhere and you live somewhere and you listen you listen to something in your language and in and something that relates to you you feel like you belong so yeah. that's one thing that we also want to do here in in, in KCYX that everybody feel like they're part of our community and and talking about that uh, we also like if since the June 1st we've been broadcasting uh, from 5 to 6 a.m. Uh, Linea Abierta from Monday from Tuesday to Friday that's a Radio Bilingue uh, national news show and Mondays I'm producing our local show with uh, Spanish information information in Spanish about uh, local news and local issues in Spanish and if you listen to our uh, local news segment during Monday morning edition today Friday we are doing the Friday's Spanish language uh, report. So we're dedicating Fridays to do like reporting in Spanish. So we do a little mm-hmm. bit of an introduction in English so you know what it's talking about. But we want to uh, uh, play this uh, Friday segment in Spanish to also to uh, so our Spanish listen, uh, uh, listeners can know what's uh, going on in our local area. And from the public affairs department, we also have a new show. It's Cosmic Radio with it's our wonderful. new um, uh, producer uh, Elizabeth uh, Elizabeth Garcia. She's a NASA ambassador, and we're gonna play you a sample of her show. Cosmic Radio. That's what I want. <laughs> That's probably not what she's doing. <laughs> Greetings, space lovers, and welcome to Cosmic Radio here on KZYX. My name is Elizabeth Garcia, your Northern California NASA ambassador and your captain on this auditory voyage to the cosmos. Since this is our first show, I'll tell you a little bit about myself and the goal of this show. I'm a biologist by trade and an amateur space enthusiast. You could say a space evangelist. My family has always been fascinated by space and aviation technology. 
My father worked on the Apollo mission capsule parachutes, and my mother worked on the engineering team that built the United States Air Force B-2 Spirit Stealth Bomber. My brother and I are both NASA ambassadors, and we participate in public outreach within our communities to inform people about what NASA is up to and talk about all the various missions that NASA, ESA, SpaceX, JAXA, and other space agencies are up to. I also go out to schools and community events in Mendocino and Sonoma County with my pop-up planetarium. In the first part of today's show, We'll find out what's up in the July sky, and for the second part, we'll learn about a jewel in Mendocino County, the Ukiah Latitude Observatory, and speak with Martin Bradley, a historical expert on the observatory. So let's get started. Let's start with the constellations you can see all year round, providing there are clear skies. These constellations are called the circumpolar constellations. There are nine constellations that are situated around the North Pole, or Polaris. These constellations are called Auriga, the Charioteer, Camelopardalis, the Giraffe, Cassiopeia, the Queen, Cephas, the King, Draco, the Dragon, Lynx, as in the feline, Perseus, the Greek hero, Ursa Major, known as the Big Dipper, and Ursa Minor, known as the Little Dipper. During the month of July, these constellations will be visible at around 10 o'clock. Although you can see these constellations, some are pretty faint and difficult to see. So let's talk about the five that are easy to find in the night sky. So that's a short sample of her, of her show. And when is that one? That's so that's uh, the first Wednesday of every month. Wednesday. Uh, okay. 3.30 p.m. It's a half an hour show. She is a new producer. She just went through all our new training. And she's actually this week producing her second episode. But it's really interesting. And, and you yeah. want to listen to that show, you can find it in our uh, podcast uh, link on our website. You just go to Polica for Podcast and look for Cosmic Radio. And you can listen to the whole episode. It has a really interesting uh, interview like she said with the director of the Ukiah uh, observatory and and I knew observatory the road yeah I had no idea <laughs> I lived here 20 some years I'm like you mean there's actually an observatory there that's, that's why the road had the name <laughs> I'm like oh my god I did I the same know. thing because oh. I was there when she did the interview was part of the training mm -hmm. and he was saying all it's like it's uh, one of the oldest observatories in the nation it was part of like the first I mean it has a great history I and know. I was like when I when I finished the when they finished the interview I was in a Talmadge studio and I had to drive on observatories to <laughs> and look for the observatory and the building is there and, wow. and yeah so that's part oh, of wow. the show it's gonna help our listeners to get more curious about our constellations, our cosmos, and also all the great things that we have here in, 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 in our region. I know. I just like that blew me away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. But I'm, so. I'm always surprised by this county. And, and um, my partner, when she moved here, I said, don't ever underestimate. You don't know who you're talking to in this county because you may tell guys like hanging out, blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah, he played with Bonnie Raitt for <laughs> years and then went on oh yeah that's the guy and he worked for disney for 20 years moving trees and you know i mean it's just like what yes people are so 
amazingly talented it here. Is. We have a great country, great people. And so you're listening to Inside KCYX, and because we can take your calls if you have any yeah. questions about the new uh, schedule, about the music shows, if you have any questions about how you get involved, how you can become a new programmer, a music programmer of a public affairs. We do all the training. We do all the training. That's we part of like all. the. So com having the music director and the public affairs director have uh, given us as a station uh, more uh, a, a way to have more access for you and like to coordinate better how the all the different aspects of our programming and, and like you said have a direct line with our programmers and just be there for them you know like have right. a specific attention like you were saying at the beginning our music programmers for many years were uh very independent on what they're doing, but it's good to have that guidelines. It's good to have and then, that person that is going to help you to be a better producer. I know. And then I asked, you know, like people that want new releases and downloads and they were just kind of going off into space. And, and now I can look at those and get those new releases and new artists to the right person. And um, it, it, it's really exciting to see all the great music that's out there that, you know, KZYX can be a voice for all of these genres and the programmers are eager to to get this information yeah. and uh because of the way we've now after covid we've been so used to pre-recording so used to being able to produce at all the satellite studios you know we're sitting here with a beautiful music library that's full of cds which are going out the door mm -hmm. and then we we used to have you know and we still do a new release box and I would get a CD and you label it and stick it in the box. Well, how does somebody in Fort Bragg even know that mm. that new release is sitting there? Yeah. Or, you know, we've had a whole box of records for Eric. Uh, I, I went through it. It's all New Orleans jazz, blah, 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 blah. And I call him and I said, do you know, is this your box of records of, you know, and he's like, I don't even I didn't even know about it. So mm -hmm. he came in mm -hmm. to look at it and and went home with some some new records and and the same with some of the jazz folks. There'd been stuff sitting here, but they didn't know it was here and so part of my job is to get that music out to mm -hmm. those people and and then get their their shows promoted. That's another thing we're both doing promos for public affairs and the music shows. So, you know, like a programmer at three o'clock and go, oh, look what's happening at midnight. Mm -hmm. There's comfy pants or whatever. Yeah. What the heck is that? Yeah. Something we want to do is like the cross promotion that we do in here. But if you want to give us a call, the number is 707 2448 and that way if you have any questions we can answer of you or if you have any uh, opinion about the new programs or any comments uh, this is the time to do it and but yeah this is basically what we do as uh, directors of public affairs and music is not only helping our programmers or current programmers to improve their shows but also uh, looking for new talent and, and looking for new people right. that want uh, they're probably curious and they're passionate about one type of music and right. they are the perfect people that we need for uh, this type of specific music shows. Oh, I know. And and by the way, just so you know, we do have a brand new brochure coming out with the brand new schedule 
on it. And we'll be having those at, at local events and trying to get them out to the public. We do have uh, the brochures at the in the Ukiah Conference Center, at the new Welcome California Center. We'll have all those out so you can throw out that old program and and if you're old school like me update, i still your program. i still need to have the physical program it is it's on its way and we also are really promoting the app uh, because um, as we go to move to our new building you've noticed you know a lot of the signal issues things like that if you have the app on your phone you your car will stream it for mm-hmm. you and you'll have no issues with any of that and so we have the QR codes for the app and the app is going to be more and more where you'll be able to actually have audio commentary if you hear a show you like you can hit a button and go I really like you know dj selector show today what is that you know you will receive that directly yeah Yeah. so it's it's really nice um if we develop that and uh we are on smart speakers you can request kzyx you know like alexis or whatever play kzyx and and we do come up that's really good and and again the podcasting is going to get more and more specific Mm -hmm. about what the podcasts are about you know and if you've complained like you want to hear a music show and it was at the beginning of the month and you're sitting on July 20th or 21st and you can't find it on the jukebox, by law, our music programs have to go off every two weeks mm-hmm. because those we have licenses for two weeks and then if you so if you hear a music show you like you do you have a window on the jukebox feature on the website uh of a couple weeks and so that's when you need to tune it in but i i do every once in a while well i couldn't find the show on the and i'm like two weeks in and and, you know because we are protecting the artists and Mm -hmm. the artists are getting reports and and that we're spinning the other thing i wanted to bring up too is we can have have live interviews now uh, we've I've already shot some people off to the right programmers uh, to do what we in the industry call phoners um, uh, when an artist is coming through town mm-hmm. they'll call the radio station you can interview them play a couple songs it helps promote their show mm-hmm. that kind of thing so that's gonna start bubbling up again too which is mm-hmm. exciting for me i re- i know as when i did sonic blender i interviewed daniel lenoir i interviewed lacey j dalton maria moldauer it was exciting and exciting for the listeners and even uh, eric burton of the animals was playing at the navarro <laughs> the little navarro grocery yeah. and people were like did you say the animals are at the Navarro? <laughs> you know, that's that's public radio. That's local radio. That's what you get, your hyper-local information that yeah. you don't get anywhere else. It's like having those uh, community boards in your coffee shop, but this one is on the air. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just very exciting. And um, we have a new membership director as well. Mm-hmm. And they were out at the... Uh, she, w- she went out to... Casper. Uh, Casper Community Center mm-hmm. last night for a TEDA. 
Ted for yeah. Oak and Thorn. Um, Catherine and Tim are mm-hmm. doing a great job out there. Really good. Uh, that was a benefit for uh, KCYX. We have other uh, events coming up, also benefits for KCYX. And that's another thing that we are uh, doing. It's like we want to be more out there in the community. We have a table. We have a, we're working on materials and information. So if you are in one of the community events and you and you see the KCYX table, always uh, you can reach out, come by, and that's a, one, an easy way to learn about how to become a programmer, how to become a volunteer on the station. Like sometimes we need uh, people that are not only interested in doing shows, but sometimes we need people that will like to learn how to be an engineer, like a producer engineer, right. and just do the technical part. Sometimes we have people that just want to learn how to do a podcast or something like that. We can do that. We have uh, people that can be, and, and that's something that we're looking for, like a voice talent. If you right. want to learn how to uh, talk on the radio, we always are looking for voices to record our underwriters, our PSAs. The IDs. We want local we people. We train you. We yeah. help you, teach you how to use the editing equipment, how yeah. to set up the microphones, set up everything, and you will be a great service for your community, and you're learning a new, a new skill. And a lot of people can do those recordings at home now. Exactly. They get their USB mic off of Amazon or whatever yeah. and then and plug it into the computer and we'd love to have as many voices as we can on the air and in fact we've we've for the we've been uh, it's been a pleasure having we have two Anderson Valley High School interns mm-hmm. that have been here and I know in the past they answered phones and dumped trash but they've been really <laughs> busy we've kept them busy this this summer and so you've probably heard their voices and they are being trained in mm-hmm. in voice and and the editing and can, all you can of see that. the difference from last week to this week <laughs> announcements they are yes. so good we have, oh, we have a, a color on the line so let me get this ready and hello listener you're on the air what's your name david david hey david how are you I'm all right, but I just want you guys to know that uh, you know, amidst all the uh, all the giddiness about the all this technology that you're using, uh, I just want to remind you and everybody that the technology does not come free. The internet is the largest consumer of electricity on the planet. It's more than steel mills, and it uh, it's and these big high, these big tech companies are sucking up all the renewable energy so that people can shop and do the kind of goofy stuff that you're talking about. It doesn't come free. So, uh, so, so the idea that you're adding all this, this techno babble stuff is, uh, it's not necessarily nifty. It's actually part of the problem. You know, we need to get away from the technology. We need to uh, de-emphasize uh, using uh, our scarce resources for for these trivial purposes, and uh, so uh, you need to pay attention. Well, thank uh, you, thank you, David. And do you have any comment about the new schedule or the new programs? No, I don't. I don't have it. I mean, I mean, it's okay. fine. I've, I've been a long time listener, well, but uh, thank you for but listening. Quite and frankly, but but quite frankly, yeah. if you guys go into some kind of techno babble. <laughs> uh, direction, you know, I, my interest in KZYX is going to disappear. 
Well, we appreciate your call, appreciate your comments, and uh, basically what we're talking about is uh, more ways to listen. We're always going to have our terrestrial signal. That's basically what we have. Our license is our main focus is our terrestrial signal. Uh, that's also one of the big reasons where, why we are moving locations, because uh, from where we are right now, we're experiencing a lot of problems with uh, getting the signal out just because of the nature around the trees and, and and things that are interference with our signal. So our priority always is going to be our terrestrial signal. That's our the base, our, that's uh, the, our oh, medium I radio. I then, and the other mediums, the other tools that we use are to, uh, so more people can listen to us, people that are, uh, can get access to it. I understand your, your concern about uh, the energy consumption. I, I'm really aware of that. Uh, it's something that not only uh, new technologies, but uh, new cars is, it's, it's it's really hard to get away of like how can we improve our planet at the same time con- keep the the levels of technology that we have and be conscious to that we need to be stewards of our planet so that's a, that something that not only community radio have to think right. about but we all th- have to think yeah, about right. so thank you for your comments I know, I know. And, and when you talk about smart speakers and all that other crap <laughs> that's there's a price for and there's the, a price, the, there is a price. Pay and the planet pays exactly those little those little those little gimmicks well thank you all david right. take care bye you too bye bye it it is it is a hard balance and and I I understand his concern because yeah sometimes you get too excited about all these new technologies but like you like he said it is it is a price and right now we're seeing it with all these record temperatures that we have in that oh, yeah. climate change is not I mean it's here we're experiencing and in this we we're running out of time to find a way to. Uh, to create a way to decrease that rapid change and and but i think that we as a community radio station we have a we are a tool we are an amplifier of all this information we have great shows like the uh, renewable energy hour we have like last night on uh, corporations and democracy they were talking about nuclear energy and all these th- different things so we are aware we have a, a great public affairs programs that talk about that and we need those voices because you don't hear that voices very often in commercial radio and in corporate radio right. so we yeah. are your source for that so we are aware for that and we try to do our best to have to make kcyx carbon footprint as low as we can right <laughs> right but um a lot of people just that's they t- get their music on their phones and yeah. that's a reality and we do need to have access to those ears because of these shows mm-hmm. how do we get the word out to the 20 and 18 year olds and the youngers no. that's they're they're used to that technology and if we do not get our voice out in every way we can then we're not serving the community either. We have so. to accommodate to everybody to yep. changes, keep our traditions, but at the same time look for and reach out to different ways to access more people, especially. And there's a a, a couple of uh, years ago there was a survey on uh, Spanish language and immigrant listeners and and yeah, around the nation, and they find out that a lot of uh, immigrants and a lot of Spanish speakers they consume their news and information 
with their friends right on online so that's why we're also doing uh trying to reach out to these new listeners and new communities that way yeah it's just it's great and i'm i am giddy <laughs> but at the same time we have to be conscious of like we are in a very existential moment for our planet and oh my gosh no kidding but yeah. i hope that the music will will feed the souls will feed the souls and that's it that's what we do here in community radio we have you the soul re-energizing with music and entertainment yeah. shows and we also have you window to reality with our public affairs shows and please when you hear a show a music show or any show that you like dj at kzyx.org you can actually the djs have the computer open a lot the gmail is open and you can make comments i've had people comment oh the sax player and that was so and so mm-hmm. oh the blah 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 and we're having a conversation with the community so please feel free to comment at dj at kzyx.org to any and as a programmer we love hearing that, that you're listening mm-hmm. and that you know even if you're like i just don't like that one blah blah, blah. that's valuable to the programmer yeah. so and and we also monitor those um uh, comment line you can also talk to the comment line 707-895-9619 sometimes we mm-hmm. get comments there to a specific shows and we always send it to the uh, to the, the programmers because they mm-hmm. love to hear that you know sometimes you're doing your show and you're wondering like oh am i, am I the only one? <laughs> oh my gosh especially i i came up here around i was like 10 30 at night and jamie's in here it just had done a, an amazing radiogram mm-hmm. and you come up here and it's a little little creepy it's a little dark and yeah. and you're and he's looking at my car like who's that what is that <laughs> blah 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 it's, it's like you know they they you you get that feeling like you might be the only one on the planet yeah. so any but kind of contact is really really valuable for everyone we always know that you're out there but yeah sometimes when you're in the studio by yourself because you feel like you are talking to yourself <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> uh, you're listening to inside kcyx i'm here with music and public and under writing director katherine cole my name is victor palomino and this is the show where we let you know about uh, what's going on right now and uh, inside kcyx we just listen about our new shows new music shows new public affairs shows we also so listen to the interview with Sally Kane about the uh, funding for public broadcasting. So uh, we're going to put that in- interview in our uh, uh, podcast link. And you can also go to the box if you miss it. You can listen to that important information there. And we'll be back in two weeks with another uh, version of Inside KCYX. And yes. Two weeks is a lot of time in community radio. A lot of things happen. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's crazy over here sometimes, it is, it is, but it's, it's it's a good crazy. It's a good space. We are gonna uh, get. We're getting close to the end of the show. But if you have any comments, if you have any ideas, if you like what you hear and you want to leave us a comment, you can always go to the comment line seven zero seven eight nine five nine six one nine, or you can uh, send us an email. Uh, Mine is Victor at KZYX.org. And I'm Catherine at KZYX.org. And uh, we're going to head into the a wondrous world of music, which is 
is a wondrous world of music. music. Continuing <laughs> our starting our music blog on Fridays. Thank you for listening. This Thank is you. KCYX, and we'll be back in two weeks.